Hello, and welcome to The Solve Network. I'm Shane Borza, host of the podcast. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. We hope this episode and expert helps you to learn, grow, and move forward. And now, on with the show. Hey, my name is James. I'm a lawyer who's always been interested in optimal human performance, and that's how I found Shane. If you're looking to upgrade your mental and physical fitness, then the Ultimate Performance Course is for you. It's the key to performing better at work, at home, and in all of life's challenges. I've also found it to be a great community of like-minded and supportive professionals. As Shane says, together, everyone accomplishes more. Want to have your ultimate performance or find out more about how to optimize your mind and body fitness? Contact me at shaneborza.com and see if the DIY or the group program would be best for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Solve Network's guest expert series. My name is Shane Borza, and along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're happy to have you here with us. I'm really excited tonight. My good friend, Dr. Phil Alexander is here and he is going to be talking to us about the three steps to achieving inner peace. And I think he is uniquely placed to talk about that because he is not only a spiritual teacher, an artist, predominantly a singer songwriter, but he's also a holistic doctor, a thought leader, an author and a coach. So he has a very holistic approach to teaching, learning, and sharing his knowledge with others. So I'm really excited to see his presentation, which I haven't seen yet, and I'm sure it's gonna be amazing, as well as have some Q&A afterwards. So without further ado, uh, please take it away. Thanks, Shane. And uh, yeah, welcome guys to Three Steps to Achieving Inner Peace for high-performing entrepreneurs and achievers experiencing overwhelm. And uh, yes, my name is Dr. Philip Alexander. I also go by my spiritual name, Maitreya. Um, and yeah, I'm just so excited and so joyful to, to be able to be here and share uh, my, my teachings and my wisdom that I've picked up along the way with you guys. Uh, so let's do this. All right. So this presentation is for you if... You seek change. Uh, you wish to become emotionally and mentally free. You want to create a fulfilling life and manifest abundance in your life. And I can tell you that um, from what I've experienced in my life, um, anything and everything is totally possible. Um, you just need to believe. <laughs> How to get the most out of this training? Um, I uh, invite you to uh, be present here on this presentation because there's going to be a lot of uh, nuggets that I'm going to uh, drop for you guys here. Uh, take loads of notes and um, and ask questions. So what we'll cover today? Um, we will talk about what divine intelligence is, uh, and there's so many. Uh, ways of describing what uh, divine intelligence is. Everyone has their own interpretation of what that looks like, but we will explore that. Uh, what happens when you access divine intelligence? And I will uh, offer an opportunity to also work with me. 
uh, promise that this will not be a waste of your time. Uh, I will give you some actionable steps and I will uh, offer the next step for you uh, for those that uh, would like to, to take it. So three steps that uh, I've developed myself to finding inner peace. And uh, one is expanding the mind uh, through practices such as meditation, uh, extrapolating timeless wisdom throughout the ages and understanding uh, quantum laws. Two, uh, developing self-awareness, being aware of uh, what your thoughts are and your thinking processes. And three, develop mental willpower, the law of momentum. And that is, that is basically everything, really. Um, the, the mental strength to be resilient through whatever it is life throws at you, uh, both in action and also through the mind. So, yeah, I am a, uh, a medical doctor. Um, I trained uh, in Hungary. And uh, went on a bit of a journey uh, to leave the profession. And uh, I will share a little bit about that on this presentation. I am a master of consciousness. I uh, am a pastoral care practitioner, spiritual teacher, and I'm also a singer-songwriter. And uh, as I mentioned before, my trayer is uh, also another name that I go by, which is... Um, my spiritual name. The mirror theory. So um, we're just going to dive in, uh, dive in here. And um, the brain is, is a transmitter and receiver of vibrational frequency. So if you took everything in your reality that you get to experience if you broke everything down, it's all just energy. And uh, we know this. Scientists have broken down everything to an atomic level to, um, to understand that everything is made up of electrons, protons, neutrons. Um, and within that is uh, held together through some force of energy or attraction. Um, and we could describe this as, as vibration. Um, and we also know that we have technology today through uh, satellites, through television, through radio, through Wi-Fi. Um, we, we take these things for granted, right? But there is some force of nature that gives rise to uh, this technology that we don't visibly see. And so what I'm suggesting here is our brain also has this ability of receiving and transmitting frequency just like a radio tower, uh, except the brain actually has more power and intelligence than we may be aware of. Uh, and at the highest vibrational frequency of uh, energy that there is, um, say, for example, you look at a radio station, you tune into a radio station, a radio frequency, the highest frequency that the brain can transmit through our human body uh, is actually this connection with uh, the divine. Uh, and I will explain a little bit more of uh, what 
what that really is. Um, you could call it consciousness. Uh, you could call it love, uh, but not not the 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 term love as you know when when someone tells another person or uh, a person you care about, "I love you," but it's an un- unconditional uh, truth. Uh, it is the truth. Uh, it is what is present in the moment. Um, and really what I'm describing here is something that one tunes into. Um, and it, it is this that is the highest frequency uh, throughout everything that, uh, that really orchestrates life on earth and in the universe. So how do we know that we are this, this force of energy, of vibration, um, i.e. we are the universe? We are all that is that's created, seen and unseen. Well, we have little clues in our life to to show us that we are actually the source of everything. Uh, If you take here um, an example of uh, our spine, our spinal column, it is uh, shaped in a curvature, a lordosis kyphosis, and... um, and it's interesting because on a macro level, that's that's the shape of our spine. Uh, and on a DNA level, we also have the same curvature, um, which is which is frequency. It's a vibration. Uh, when you look at light, light waves of various uh, different frequencies, uh, yet they are also wavelengths too. And uh, we have the same uh, with sound as well. So this is really interesting because um, just by looking at our environment or just uh, looking at our bodies, uh, it gives us clues to to us being uh, connected to everything. Uh, likewise, when you look at uh, our solar system and the universe, um, really what, what what is occurring is. Uh, is a central planet or star or, or system uh, that is continually moving and we have planets and stars uh, rotating around this central star. Uh, similarly to the way that protons and electrons circulate around the nucleus of an atom. So this is known as the term here is fractal, where you can see basically you could look at a plant um, and you'd be able to see on a, on a micro level that it's reflective of uh, the greater universe. And there's a saying uh, that goes as above, so below. Uh, we also have evidence here of uh, the Fibonacci spiral, which is, uh, known as the golden ratio, it's a mathematical sequence uh, that uh, calculates the universe, and um, and you can see uh, this in in anything. Whether you look at a seashell, um, you look at a hurricane, you look at uh, the galaxies, uh, they all follow this this kind of uh, spiral, and that's known as uh, the spirit Fibonacci spiral. Uh, and, and here it is. So I mentioned uh, hurricane and 
um, the way that it's calculated um, is uh, just by adding um, one number after another, one plus one, two plus one. Uh, it equals three, three plus two equals five, five plus three equals eight, eight plus five equals 13 and so on. And this goes on forever and ever and ever. So this is really interesting because what we're really getting to here is really understanding that we are connected to everything, right? So, um, so if we have this evidence here, to, to understand that we are actually the universe. We are part of this ecosystem that we get to live in. Uh, what, what can we deduce or what can we understand vibration uh, to be? I mean, vibration is one term of describing um, who we are. We could also term this as energy or frequency. Uh, but how it relates to us as, as a being, as a human, um, is actually emotion. So our emotion uh, gives us the transmission of, uh, of frequency uh, throughout through to the ether. And it's through emotional healing and integration that elevates our vibration with the divine, with all that is. And the highest vibration is unconditional love. Uh, in other words, it, it is, it's, it's God, the universe, truth. Um, it's, it can't be lied about or lied to. It's, um, it's an innate knowing that uh, this is the truth. And to get to that uh, experience is to, to, to uncover the generational and familial uh, conditionings that all of us as humans have, uh, have been through and conditioned to think uh, rather than heal, uh, feel and, and, and experience uh, our connection to uh, everything around us. So the biggest challenge uh, to get to unconditional love requires the commitment and dedication to self-awareness, being aware of your emotions and letting go of them. So our, our human mechanism, it's a survival mechanism, is to uh, shy away from fear, shy away from pain or anything that's negative. Uh, it's a survival mechanism. It's um, it's to, it's designed in a way. We are we as mammals are designed to protect ourselves from from predators, and through emotion, uh, the body also responds the same. Yet we also know that if uh, all that is that exists in our universe and on our planet is one and the same, um, we could then understand that. Uh, this this energy, this force, this consciousness embraces everything, no matter what it looks like or what it is. And so when the human mind embraces all the emotions, just as the universe does, that's when we are fully aligned uh, with the greater cosmos. 
So alignment with divine intelligence gives you the awareness of what you are attracting into your reality. And that's where you, you take your power. And that's when you realize that anything and everything is possible. So here I, um, I want to share with you um, a paradigm shift because this, this is pretty huge. How we get to uh, this, this, um, this unknowingness that we are the divine, we are the universe actually starts with uh, ignorance. Ignorance meaning that I don't even I don't even know that I am the uh, I'm the source of creation. I just popped out of my my mum's belly and here I am and I'm just gonna go and do what life uh, throws at me. Uh, and and it's actually if if you don't have information right as with anything. Um, it makes life a little bit more challenging. So in, in this sense, um, if you are not aware that you are the universe, um, what occurs is you, as life throws its challenges at you, um, it can throw you into this spiral of doubt. And, uh, and the more doubt that you have about anything in your life, uh, it breeds fear. And as you have more fear in your life, it uh, causes anxiety. And as you have these emotions floating around in your body and in your mind, uh, it leads to uh, suppression. Uh, in other words, uh, lack of expression, lack of excitement, joy, uh, drive for life. And as we know, if you're not driven to, to do anything in your life uh, or to, to enjoy every moment of your life, um, what occurs is you, you start to regress as not only through the mind but also through your body and ultimately it actually leads to death in all aspects, both mentally and physically. So when you're able to see your darkness, that means that uh, you're able to do something about it. If you're not aware that uh, you're going through some kind of struggle, um, then you'll be forever lost. And I've got this analogy or this picture here of a dark hole, right? Just like the universe. So in contrast, uh, if we do have the awareness, we have the knowledge that um, we have some connection to the experience that we're having as a human body, a human form born into this world. Uh, we, can, we can explore more of, of what this knowledge is. Uh, and, and when you start to learn, pick up things that actually, you know, I am connected to everything in my reality, uh, and I, I have the power, I, have the, I am the creator and I can do whatever I want, um, you would then lean more into learning more about that. How could that be possible? You study. And, and that actually cultivates faith because as human beings, uh, we need a little bit of evidence. We're wired that way to uh to to give us a little bit of a boost to to have uh to take that leap of faith uh 
And you'll find that uh, when you do take that, that leap of faith, it actually leads to excitement. It's the excitement of not knowing what's, what's coming up. But, um, but you sort of know that something amazing is about to take place. And, and it's, this, it's in this emotion, this, this state of being, that uh, that is where you will find yourself being in a state of creativity, of, of expression, of, of expansion. Um, and your life will become the mirror of that. So there's also a term known as the flow state, which is uh, the path of least resistance. And the flow state is really uh, alignment with, with the divine, with divine intelligence. Uh, there, there are many ways to identify your, your alignment. Uh, one of them would be uh, when you start noticing synchronicities in your life, uh, coincidences, um, you'd start to develop telepathic abilities. Um, you start noticing that you have psychic abilities such as being able to see something in your mind before it's about to happen. I mean, who's had those kind of experiences but just brushed it off? Um, being able to sense somebody's about to call you and that person calls you in that moment. Um, so these things are not coincidental. It's actually... Uh, what it is, is it's that you're, you're actually the universe and you're connected with everything that is the universe. So it makes sense that um, you are the central point of what is transpiring in your life. So what is the biggest challenge to realizing this and to, well, what is the biggest challenge to realizing this? The biggest challenge is it's the ancestral, generational, familial and environmental beliefs, thought patterns that's causing you emotional suffering. And, um, and it's, not just, um, it's not just that. It's also the conditioning of the planet. It's, it's the state of, of how the planet is, um, is feeling. And, uh, and it's almost like a mountain to climb for humanity. Uh, but if we can actually reprogram ourselves from limiting beliefs, from thought patterns that causes us to regress instead of expand, um, we have a fighting chance of being the creators that we deserve to be. So a little bit about my story. Uh, my background is Sri Lankan. And uh, in, in Sri Lanka, there was a civil war that my family escaped uh, for their lives and migrated to Australia in the 80s. And, um, and so there was, a, there was a, a consciousness or a thought pattern there within my family that was victimhood you know, being afraid to uh, disobey the law, uh, even if it was wrong, you know, even if, um, if it meant that to voice one's opinion would cost your life was uh, sort of the situation in Sri Lanka at that time. And, um, and as I was born into this, this dynamic, 
um, I noticed that I started having low self-esteem. I was doubting myself. And, and in order to validate myself of the low self-esteem that I had, I spent half of my life uh, striving for academic achievement, um, which is also in my culture is um, how people get their self-worth is through education. Um, and when I, uh, when I received my medical degree, um, that's when I had this realisation that um, actually um, this isn't as, as, as fulfilling as I once thought it would be. And who's had that experience where you go after this goal and you have it and then you realise that wasn't it? It was at that point that, um, and it was also at the point where my family were going through some, some challenges that um, I then started questioning, you know, whether I wanted to practice medicine. Um, and I quit the medical profession amidst um, opposition from fa- friends and family who, who, who didn't understand um, why I decided to turn my back on something that I worked so hard for to achieve. So that's me uh, graduating in Hungary uh, as, uh, as a doctor, one of the greatest moments of my life and hard-earned. And, and this is me in Sri Lanka um, where I, even though I was brought up in Australia, I, I always try to understand the roots of where I came from and understand why my family and um, my, the, the family and the ancestry that I come from, why do they carry these patterns? Um, and it really comes from this sense of suffering, human suffering, you know, not having enough. And, um, and one of my missions is actually to develop uh, areas across the globe, um, but particularly what, what rings home for me is, um, is, is in Sri Lanka and South India um, where people, a lot of people are going through um, or recovering from, from trauma uh, from the war and, and, and also finding it difficult to, to make a living. Uh, so there's a project that I am, um, that I'm supporting and, uh, it is to, uh, give people employment, uh, in a place where there is not much employment for, for people to, uh, to work in and also to, uh, generate sustainable, uh, sustainable living, um, generate, generating, uh, natural organic foods uh, for the rest of the population, something that, um, that Northern Sri Lanka didn't, didn't have access to. Okay, so the third part of uh, the three steps of achieving inner peace is, uh, is the power of will. So we know there's, an, there's a formula uh, known, known as the law of momentum, and that is force equals mass times acceleration. And this law actually applies to everything in life. Uh, it applies to inspiration. So you'll notice that when you have more drive, 
when you have more inspiration, the more that you pour into that inspiration, uh, it increases and it overcomes the the stagnation or the emotional resistance um, in yourself, whatever way that shows up in. Um, your perseverance, your resilience can override that. And, um, and what actually transpires the more you persevere with your drive um, is you, you begin to uh, self-realize yourself as the divine creator. And, and then what, what happens from that point is um, life takes on another trajectory. You start finding yourself making choices uh, that, that uh, supports uh, your your knowing experience that you are the creator and and you'll find that life just starts shifting in a direction in ways that you would never have imagined so all things in reality is energy and and when you give uh, the vibrational expression of emotion is mirrored into physical reality to reflect the truth uh, and that truth is that you are the divine creator Right? You are connected to everything. Uh, and so the vibrational expression of emotion of giving is amplified when you give in service. And, and that's, that's actually what a lot of uh, high-performing entrepreneurs, highly successful people in the world, one of their mantras is actually, how do I serve? How do I serve the population? How do I serve uh, the world? How do I make this world a better place? And it's not just through action either. It's actually internally uh, having this intention of service. How do I serve this moment? How do I make this moment to be even more fruitful for everyone? And and what happens when you're in this state of service is it it actually generates a natural frequency of, of joy. Okay, so now we're going to go into a little bit of uh, oh, we're going to go into a little bit of <laughs> of neuroscience, and uh, each thought in our brain is actually uh, a neuronal synapse, and and that neuronal synapse holds an emotional charge. So. If you could imagine that how many thoughts, we have thousands of thoughts floating through our brains in a day. And the more that we think about a certain thing, and it might be an addiction, it might be a habit, uh, whatever it may be, the, the reoccurring thought pattern of that actually hardwires uh, the neuronal synapse uh, for that thought. And it gets imprinted into not only your brain, um, not only the neural uh, hormonal chemistry, it not only has an effect on that, but actually gets imprinted into your DNA as well. And, 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 and that's, um, that's tied in together with emotion and memory and, and it just gets so hardwired. And you can understand that when a child gets born into this world with a f- clean slate and no thought at all and then adopts um, all of the, the patterns of the world, 
Um, and that's what happens as we grow into adulthood. We have these hardwired neural pathways and that can either be empowering or disempowering. So rewiring the brain to emotions of gratitude, selflessness, unconditional love and surrender raises your frequency to the divine. And in this state, you have the awareness to access information and manifest anything at will. Um, now, the reason why these particular emotions aligns you with the universe is because the universe is inclusive. The universe is love, right? And um, unconditional love, meaning that it loves no matter what, because it, it already knows itself. It experiences itself as itself. Uh, so it has to be inclusive, no matter what it looks like. Um, it might be the darkest part of the universe. You know, it might be the darkest part of this planet. It has to love it. So it's really incumbent for us as human beings to, to have the resilience to, to be able to love um, everything and anything. Uh, and from that state of unconditional love, not the, not the mind's version of love. Um, and what occurs then is that you're, you then become aligned with the universe that is un unconditional in its love because it is inclusive. So through practice and learning from, for example, masters, um, you will unconsciously develop the habit to stay in the vibration of the divine and, and being the creator uh, of your reality. So three steps to free yourself from an emotional trigger. So an emotional trigger, I should say, is, is when you feel overwhelmed. It's when a circumstance happens in your life, whether it's a conversation, a situation, an event, um, and you feel overwhelmed, you feel anxiety from that moment. And the first thing that you should do when that occurs is just, Firstly, take a deep breath and then notice that you are experiencing overwhelm because more often than not, what people tend to do is, is we, we brush it off and we ignore the fact that we're in overwhelm. Um, but when you are aware that you're experiencing something, you then have the ability and the power to do something about it. So once you're aware that you're experiencing a certain type of emotion, the second step is to name the emotion that you're experiencing. And not just name it, but to describe it. Describe it and understand. Understand what this emotion represents. Because you'll, you'll find that the more that you are able to understand the source and the meaning behind why the emotion is there, the emotional charge uh, of that emotion starts to dissipate. And from that point, to release the emotion as a, as a source of energy, because everything is energy in different forms, emotion can get stuck in the body. Uh, it's known as uh, the somatic body. Emotion gets stuck in the body and, and we need to find a way to release that emotion out of the body. And, and some of the ways of doing that is actually literally by crying, releasing tears, 
actually releases the crystals of of the uh, the emotion um, that's uh, that's then formed in crystallized form through through tears and gets released out of the body. And that's one way. Um, drinking water and releasing through uh, through your urinary urinary tract. Um, exercise, sweating, uh, laughing. You'll, you'll notice that if you're in a really bad mood and, and you go into a fit of laughter, there's a somatic uh, sense that occurs in your body. You, you will notice that there's a shift inside your body that occurs when, when you go that, that little bit extra effort to, to shift how you're feeling. And it has to really feel like it's coming out of your body. So make a conscious decision to to pivot into another emotion, um, and that is that can be through a certain activity, uh, which I mentioned, such as uh, listening to music, uh, meditation, exercise, uh, laughing, uh, to name a few things. So here's some timeless wisdom, um, and this is why uh, wisdom throughout the ages uh, is speaking about this truth that I'm sharing here. Um, This is from the Gospel of Thomas, which isn't a well-known book um, from Jesus, uh, stated from Jesus, the kingdom of God is within you and all around you, yet you do not see it. And so I broke this down because for me, I need to extrapolate, uh, understand what this wisdom means. Is it applicable to my life? And it is. Uh, when I accept this uh, with honesty, I see the divine. That, that statement, the kingdom of God is within me and all around me, yet you do not see it. So the kingdom of God refers to the fabric of existence which is reality experienced both in material and non-material form. To see the kingdom of God, I do so by acknowledging the fact that I cannot see it. The acknowledgement of this gives me the ability to see that which I cannot see. So everyone in this world is trying to search for a meaning, search for God, uh, but you can't see God. God isn't somewhere where you point to up in the heavens, up in the sky. Uh, it's unseeable. And when you accept that is when you, you begin to experience yourself as, as God and your connection and to God and, and literally see how God actually manifests in this world. And God is just the term because there's so many ways of describing God, right? So how do you... Uh, get to a state of emotional freedom, Um, set an intention for what you choose to manifest. Uh, And that could be a relationship or a career choice or what you want to create in your life, whatever it may be, set an intention in your mind that that's what you want. And then align your thoughts and emotions and behavior to the frequency of that intention as if you already have it. And then watch your intention manifest to life. Uh, And when it happens, it beggars belief. And the rate of that manifestation occurring, um, it corresponds to the amount of emotional work that you've done, this this unraveling of the conditioning that 
um, you were uh, brought up with. So, uh, yeah, one one of the points here uh, that that I want to um, reiterate is is aligning your thoughts and emotions and behavior to the frequency of the intention as if you already have it, right? Because because if, if, if God, the universe, is unseen and you are the universe, all you need to do is you need to align your thoughts and emotions and you need to back that with faith all the way to whatever it is that you want as if you already have it. And with resilience through time, you'll find that things will pop up in your life. And it's like, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, because I'm the universe. And you just got to keep uh, working at it until uh, you see your, uh, your creation manifest to life. Here's some other timeless wisdoms. Uh, this is from the Upanishads. Why should there be a reservoir when there is a flood everywhere? This is, and this is my extrapolation. The reservoir resembles my attachment to what is known because I'm afraid to trust in what is unknown. When I trust the unknown, the unknown reveals itself to be known and the reservoir makes way for the flood of joy and abundance that I was not aware existed. So isn't that always the case that we think, you know, whatever we want is in a certain direction, in a certain place, but it's actually in the, the places where I don't see, that is where the gold is. So um, I've done this work um, well, basically all my life <laughs> in different ways, but I've aligned CEOs, entrepreneurs, and doctors to achieving acceptance, balance, and inner peace in their lives um, through neutralizing anxiety, healing relationships, overcoming addictions, uh, resolving childhood traumas, strengthening mental willpower, and manifesting wealth and abundance. And my mission is to create embodied human beings that can usher in a consciousness of empowerment and freedom on the planet, which is what I believe we're all here to do at this time. And uh, these are just some of my testimonials of uh, people working with me. And uh, this is a program that I wish to... Uh, to offer to you guys, uh, which is part of the PonoQuest tribe, and it's Access Your Heart Intelligence, uh, which is a, a deep dive into uh, connecting to your heart. Um, and the heart is really the portal to the universe. It's the center of emotion. Um, and I break this down in four weeks of um, understanding what your purpose is uh, in life, uh, your purpose is to realize that you are the purpose. Um, you just need to be yourself because you were created uh, in the unique individual way that you are and you don't need to be anything else other than yourself. Uh, week two is um, understanding this notion of being an empath, someone who can sense things through their emotions, which we all do. Uh, it's just a matter of whether you're aware of this phenomenon or not. And week three, discerning the truth. How do you tell the truth from a lie? 
And through week four, uh, in our final week, we uh, traverse the unknown territory of consciousness, um, being able to trust and lean into your fears, which is where uh, all the gold is. So this program uh, is, um, is actually uh, quite affordable um, that I've made it, uh, which is 1497. Uh, for four weeks, and 10% of the funds of the course uh, will be donated to Smart Farming Jaffna, uh, which is the, the farm that, um, uh, that is creating a sust sustainable living for the people over there that have gone through a lot of uh, trauma through, through the Civil War. And here's what you get, uh, four weeks uh, which will be broken up through 12 modules, uh, two 45-minute Q&A classes online via Zoom, and that would be uh, every fortnight, Sunday, 5 p.m. PST, and uh, access to the Heart Intelligence Mastermind container. And um, I will be holding each of you accountable um, to step into your highest, the highest version of yourself, and to back yourself. And I encourage um, not just encourage, but I will be uh, holding you accountable to uh, showing up on live videos and raising not only your vibration, but also the group's vibration in the container. Because if we all collectively work together and raise our vibrations together, that's where, uh, that's where the explosion in the cosmos occurs. <laughs> and, um, and that is the link that... Um, uh, that you can go to if uh, if this is something that uh, resonates with you. Um, and thank you for uh, watching this presentation. Shane, over to you. Thanks, Dr. Phil. That was uh, really fantastic. I feel like it was at one, on one hand, it flowed very well. On the other hand, it was like very dense. And so I'm really glad I took notes because I'm, not only going to send them out to everyone, but also want to go through that even again. And so first, I just want to thank you. And like when I introduced you, you have a number of different aspects to your background and your studies and things that you do. And I feel like this is a, a really good holistic reflection of all those different aspects of yourself, because there was science in here. There was faith in here. There was this openness. There is a knowing. There was a questioning there's energy, there's spirituality, and uh, knowing you, that perfectly encapsulates what I know of you already. Yeah, but it right. also made me very curious to get to know you even better. So, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a joy. <laughs> Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the Paperwork Bundle with over 300 documents, the Sound Effects Bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the Music Bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. 
Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Solve Network. These interviews are from our web series of the same name. Want to watch? Head over to YouTube and search for The Solve Network. If you have questions, you can reach out to me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.